ChristianRadio.com presents stories of mystery and intrigue, espionage and suspense. Hear tales of ticking time bombs, mysterious crime scenes, and cloak and dagger action. This is Relic Radio Thrillers. Behind every unopened door, there is a mystery. And the opening of this door introduces us to another in the series, the key. Samson? Yes? Halliday, Special Division Homicide. This is Sergeant Brand. Uh, you're here about Martha? Mm-hmm. Mind if we come in? Not at all. I've been expecting you. I stayed at home today because I thought you'd want to see me. Mm-hmm. Sit down, Lieutenant. Sergeant? Thanks. Been living here in this block long, Mr. Samson? Five years. Uh, 
Nearly five years, that is. I came here in... Uh, five, you What's your work? I'm in the film business. Editor. I work for Vision Incorporated. Good job? Sure. I've got no complaints. Mm-hmm. You, uh, knew Martha Wills pretty well? You must know the answer to that already, otherwise you wouldn't be down here. All the same, you tell me, though. Sure. Yes, I knew her well. I started knowing her well mm, three years ago. That's just after she came here to live in this block. Three years? Did you thought of getting married in that time? To her? Yeah, sure. I asked her to marry me. Once. She turned me down flat, and although I was sore about it at the time, I was glad later. Why? Well, Martha was cute. She had all the looks, but not much on top. I guess I was carried away by the face and figure when I popped the question, but later, you know, the cold light of dawn routine. But you were still friendly with her? Sure, why not? I used to see her every so often. It suited her, it suited me. How often? A couple of times a week, maybe. That is, until recently. She got some other guy in tow, and she started to ease me out, but I didn't mind. When was the last time you saw her? Maybe, uh, three, four weeks ago. Not last night? Hmm? You haven't got any idea of pinning her death on me, have you? I just asked you whether you saw her last night. No, I didn't, and I object to this. I'm no murderer. This yours, Mr. Sampson? Hey, who gave you the right to go to my car and get... Go to your car? Sure. I always keep my driving license in the glove box so it'll be around when I need it. You admit, then, that this is your driving license? It's got my name on it, hasn't it? Can't be anybody else's. But before you went poking around in my car, you should have shown me you had a search warrant. I know my law well enough. You're this supposed... wasn't found in your car. Hmm? It found it near Martha Will's bath. What? Oh, you're kidding me. Not this time, Mr. Sampson. It was too sudden when some of the water flopped over the bath down to it. I, uh... I think you'd better come down to headquarters with it. Young girls moving their cars. That's to read all about it. Police taxing charge. Young girls moving. Read all about it. Would you be easy? Mr. Sanson, I'm here to help. Okay, okay, but for the love of my stop telling me to be easy about it. I'm sorry. Well, obviously you intend to stick to the story that you're innocent. Of course I'm innocent. Doctor, what sort of a lawyer are you? Why are you trying to make me confess all the time? Confess to something that I didn't do? Are they paying you the cops? Are you working for them or for me? For you, naturally. When my book, it doesn't look like it. I'm just trying to get the complete truth from you, Mr. Sampson. I must have the whole truth if I'm to handle your case properly. You've got the whole truth. I can't be any more truthful than I've been already. All right. Leave it at that. You still don't believe me. 
What sort of a crummy lump are you, Blake? What do you want me to do? Well, what the heck else can I do? Nothing. If you'll give me all the facts. Oh, great. Okay, boy, you go ahead and help me on my way to that little room. I guess you'll help them get everything over and done with quickly anyway. You can always get another lawyer, Mr. Sampson, if you're not satisfied. Read it. I'm, I'm, I'm just too nervy to talk today. The time is set for tomorrow. Of course you... I think I've forgotten that. Gone! Read it. Uh, maybe I'll be better by tomorrow once the trial's underway, but once all this waiting is over, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs> Why all this wait now? Oh, be patient. Patient? Oh, Mr. Blake, you kill me, boy. You really kill me. <coughs> Why do they have to let all these goons into the place? Look at them back there. The public. You think this was a three-ring circus? Oh, don't let them worry you. Just ignore them. <laughs> well, maybe this is better than a seat at the movies. This is... Flesh and blood, there's always something about flesh and blood, don't you think? That that intimacy between audience and performer? Ah, they're a pack of creeps. Oh, they can't be kept out. If they want to come in, well, it's a public courtroom. Who's that guy over there? The prosecutor. Mm, that's the big wheel, huh? Who is he? I've seen his face before. Marvin Clark. Marvin Clark. Uh-uh. What's the matter now? No, just thinking. He's the guy who hasn't lost a case yet, right? Well, there was a first time for everyone. He looks kind of sure of himself. He generally does. But don't let that worry you either. You're just one great, big, happy, walking tranquilizer pill, aren't you? And what else needn't I worry about? Should I ignore the verdict, too? When the judge tells me they're going to shoot a few thousand volts through me, should I break into a broad grin about that? If you are innocent, the prospect of a verdict shouldn't worry you. Who do you think you're trying to fool, Blake? What does it matter in this place if I'm innocent or not? Everything's stacked against me, even you. That's nonsense. You say. When am I going to start? When will I get off their fetish? Are you going to punish me enough that I have to lay it on even more? Please, Mr. Sanson. Silence in the court. Silence in the court. Well, your waiting's over now. This is it. Let's see where they go from here. Well, I don't know. It doesn't look like a murderer to me. Hmm? Fred? Hmm? I said he doesn't look like a murderer to me. He doesn't. Well, this Mark Sampson they've got in for the murder of that girl. What girl? The beautiful blonde drowned in the bath, girl. That's who. Don't you follow your papers? Not murderers. They ain't not the facts of that. What happened to all of my music is on a book. Oh, aren't you ever interested in anything that's happening? Can't you ever get your nose out of those books? Well, you should read this. It's good. Basically, maybe here and there, but good. <laughs> There's a blonde and this thing to do with a spot of Duncan in the bath, I can tell you. Yeah. No. Well, if I was this judge, I'd let this handsome man off. I really would. He's got too nice a smile to be a murderer. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, it's probably good riddance that someone threw her in the bath. From the evidence they've been printing, she was just a hussy, that's all. All those men in her life. Huh. Yeah, I thought it was exciting and lots of fun. But look what it brought her. It's always the trouble with women who try to get some excitement out of life. They always end up getting the worst of it. gentlemen of the jury. In conclusion, this has been a long and tiring trial. Nearly two weeks now, you've heard evidence dragging on and on. You've heard the testimonies of witnesses, denials, admissions. You've heard enough courtroom oratory to confuse even the most astute legal brain. But one thing remains clear, and I would point it out to you again in a brief summary. A, the accused driving license was found in that bathroom. It has been established beyond any doubt by the police scientific department that water was dropped onto it at the time of the murder. B, the accused has no alibi at all to account for his movements on the night of the murder. He says he stayed in his apartment by himself and watched television. Well, that's what he says. See, from the evidence given, we have seen that the accused had a motive of jealousy in regard to the killing. He objected to the deceased seeing these other men and ignoring him. And in a fit of passion, he decided on this drastic course of murder. There is only one verdict you can bring in, ladies and gentlemen. Guilty. Guilty of murder in the first degree. This ends the case for the prosecution. Counsel <laughs> uh, for the defense. The defense rests, Your Honor. Blake! What else can be said? We summed up our case. It'll only be a case of reiteration. You're going to let that jury go up there remembering those words? I tell you, there's nothing more we can do. Our case is just as convincing as the prosecution. That's not good enough for me. Wait a minute, I've got something to say. Sit down, Samson, please sit down. You'll only spoil everything we built up. You built up nothing. Listen to me, I'm innocent of this charge. Do you hear? I didn't kill her. Silence, silence. The accused will sit down and remain seated. But you must listen. Your Honor, I must apologize to my client. His nerves are shot to pieces. Well, do you wonder? Put yourself in my place, any of you in this courtroom. Silence. Hanson, you fool, this is the way you'll get to the chair. Now, shut up. You mustn't believe Clark. Please, you mustn't. The accused <laughs> will be removed from this courtroom. <laughs> Out of the way, bud. Let's get a shot of this. What's that, mister? Hey, you, Samson. Look up. Let's see your face. Oh, yeah. Leave the poor devil alone. Come on, Samson. You have to leave the court. Take my honor. Come on. You'll be all right. I'll get you another room and you'll feel much better. Now. Mark? Yeah, I heard. Okay. You go on, stand up. Sure. Whatever. Whatever they've decided. Don't talk to me anymore. You've talked enough. There's been too much talking all around. Let's go. 
Jurors will rise and face the jury. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, have you reached your verdict? We have, Your Honor. How do you find the accused? We find the accused guilty of murder in the first degree. <laughs> help him! Help him there! He's passed out! Just been wondering how you can. Oh, now. Don't you were over all this nonsense. <laughs> Poor old Emily. You could never let my business affect your personal life so much. Or your appetite. I'll have a little more meat, I think. As long as you have to do this sort of business and influence juries to bring in verdicts of guilty, you'll tear my stomach. You're a fool, Emily. Nothing more than that. A weak fool. Samson was guilty. With regards to the verdict, well, I didn't make it. The jury did. You made up their minds for them. You always do. Oh, that's an idiotic thing to say. You're implying that the jury on the Samson case had no right to be on the stand. Who has any right to decide another human being will die? He decided to kill one. And he said that he should be punished appropriately. There must be a balance, you know. The old eye-for-an-eye, tooth-for-tooth principle is a very good one. It stood the test of time. Yes, Marvin. And don't start on that tone again. If you had any sense at all, you'd agree with me. Now, may I have the meat, please? Uh, when is the execution to take place? Um, a week from now. A week? The devil. You dispense your sympathy in the most unusual directions. Do you think he was guilty, Marvin? Do you really think that? The law says he is. I'm not worried about the law. I'm asking you what you think personally. Very well, then. Personally, I don't think he's guilty. I thought so. Then why did you work so hard to get him convicted? Because it's my duty. It's my job. And you still wonder why this sort of thing came to my Now, listen to me. There have to be prosecutors as there have to be defense counsels. Just as there have to be murderers. It's all most unfortunate. But as long as human nature is built the way it is, we'll see all three. Oh, really, you're a very dull woman, Emily. You must be logical about these things. I became emotionally affected about every case I won. Maybe you don't. Might make you a little more skinny. If I'm so inhuman, if I've disgusted you so much, you know the cost to take. You ruin our children's lives? No. I'll still stick it out because of them, Marvin. I won't divorce you. Then you'll stop talking so much nonsense in that case. Don't you? Can't you feel anything at all when you hear that sentence and... And when the day comes, when it's time for him to press down that switch, can't you feel anything then? I just asked you to stop talking nonsense. Oh, dear heaven. The only thing I feel, Emily, is disappointment in you. I've no doubt under the circumstances. You've created it. Have I? There are plenty of women who'd give the world to be in your place. I'm successful. I'll be even more so in the years ahead. I'm not at the top yet, you know. There are a few positions above this that I'll be taking before I'm through. You only had more sense when I was younger. Yes, you wouldn't have married me. Oh, that's always a great old favorite, isn't it? But the trouble is you've never had any sense. You never will. But the question, then why did you marry me, is forming in your mind once more. Let me save you asking it. I married you because you're a suitable decoration for my position. Now, anything more? 
I'm going to my room. Good night, my dear. Quite sure there's nothing else you want to come off. No, sir. The rest of everything. Yes. It's hard for me to say this, my boy. A little time left now. Tomorrow morning. I've still said everything I had to say. You know, Mark, you'll have a higher court to face soon. It'll be easier to face if your confession is complete on earth. Please, please go away. I'm sorry. Perhaps I should leave you now. I'll be here again tomorrow morning. Father! Father Burke! Yes? Forgive me. Will you please come back here? What? Father, give me the Bible. What? Now do you see what I'm doing? I'm holding it in my hand. I'll have to face everything this book stands for soon. Knowing that, I'd hardly lie now, would I? For what point is there in lying? One way or the other, it wouldn't do me any good now. But look, Father. I swear on this book that I did not kill that girl. I swear it. Well, maybe you can pray for me, Father. That might help. I believe you, Mark. I believe you now. I'll see what I can do straight away. Father. Samson, some good news for you. Phone message has just come through from the governor. New evidence has come to light. Be granted a reprieve. One week. Yes, Lieutenant Halliday, you wanted to see me. Sorry for the intrusion, Mr. Clark, but I wanted you to know you just unearthed some new evidence on the Samson case. What? Just by sheer chance. I got on the job straight away. They granted Samson a reprieve. Oh. Well, he's a lucky fellow. Uh huh. By the way, I wanted to return these, too. You left them in my office this afternoon. Oh, my keys. There they are. Well, thank you, Lieutenant. I was wondering what on earth had happened to them. Yes, I thought they were yours, sir. Hmm? I'll take them back now, if you don't mind. Grant, Harlan, in here. Why, why, what is this? It's all to do with a key, Mr. Clark. This one, remember it? Wait. Yes, I see you do. Unusual design, isn't it? I couldn't help noticing it when I saw your keys lying on my table. I'd have thought a man of your training would have removed such a valuable clue. Why, what's so strange about that key? It's, uh... Unusual design. It's unusual it. enough to be a duplicate key to the front door of Martha Will's apartment. Oh, you should have a key to her place, isn't it? Well, I, I can explain. I hope it. you can. Oh, and uh, someone has just remembered seeing you nosing around Samson's car on the night of the murder. I guess that's when you got his driving license. Also, someone remembered seeing a gray-haired man leaving the apartment block that night. They didn't take any particular notice of you at the time, but one little thing stuck in their mind. It was a hot, dry night. And the front of your suit was splashed with water, as though you'd been in the rain or something. There's plenty more on top of this, but I think we'll talk about that back at headquarters. Come on. And, of course, Clark was working on the old principle. Once the case was closed by your execution, it couldn't be opened again. It was a perfect crime, so he thought. But it had been position, no one would suspect it. Well, you can see the way his mind worked. Mm. The mother had found out who he was, and he was afraid the time would come when blackmail would enter the picture. Exactly. Blackmail would never have entered Martha's head. Well, it's all over now, Mark. Clark will get what he deserves, and you'll get the same. Compensation and freedom. You have the freedom now. Not quite. Huh? When the guard opens this door in the gate and lets me through, then I'll have it. <laughs> Good luck, my boy.
closing door finishes the story. Next week, another key will open another door to another story. Mystery. Romance. Or adventure. All start when a door is unlocked by... The Key. That's the show for this week, but don't forget there are thousands more like it at relicradio.com. Horror, strange tales, science fiction, crime, all available for free. If you'd like to donate to Relic Radio and help keep it all free, you can do that through the website as well. Visit donate.relicradio.com to find out more about that and see the special downloadable sets that are available. My thanks to those who have donated, and thanks for listening today. Talk to you again next week. Music